0: Curriculum was a way in which many, 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 many children could at the same time move through certain lessons so that the outcome of the schooling system and the structure could maintain some kind of uh, rhythm and organization. And there could be a quantifiable and measurable approach to learning, which, as I've said at the beginning of the episode, happens at the rhythm of the learner itself when the learner is motivated the information is consumed internalized practiced experienced viscerally within them and it remains there it is not a a set of memorized dates and facts to then repeat on a quiz or an exam in order to pass the test that will take you to the next level Welcome to the Too Cool for Schooling podcast. I want to acknowledge your desire to live a life of choice, freedom, and opportunity. Join us on the journey of learning to live free. Hello again and welcome back in this episode, I'm going to dig down into one of the main things that I see people entering the home education road and journey ask, which is what curriculum can I use or what distance education or virtual support or ex-teacher who is now teaching private groups of people should I use in order to be successful at Home education. One of the most mind-blowing insights that I learned from diving into the unschooler and unschooling philosophy was the the very basic insight of how we learn, and and how unschooling premises that learning is what takes place within the learner. There is no outside stimulus. There is no outside perfect person, perfect teacher or perfect parent that could teach the child or the young learner absolutely anything that the learner themselves wasn't willing to learn. One of the best practices as a home educating leader, establishing a modern leadership approach inside the home, is to constantly observe the child. I believe that if I say something juicy or if I p- spark some kind of something drama or if I tell her a story from my own childhood, which she likes and enjoys learning from, that I could somehow spark her interest and I can get her to come back in her eyes which are open but long lost inside the world of her own mind (laughs) which have completely tuned me out they will return with glimmer and shimmer and interesting and focused attention on what I have to say but alas, it does not work that way and it seldom happens in fact, Pippa is so well versed in acknowledging what's going on inside of her that she will just say, oh, I'm going back to this now, mom. She will let me know when she's actually had enough and when she is interested in something else and she's going to make that transition. You can teach a child until you are blue in the face. That will never guarantee that the child will learn. And one of the best things that I did for myself as someone who liked to control as someone who comes from the schooling system herself as someone whose only experience around learning at young ages has been from structure-based curriculum-focused approaches was to release the idea that I now had to become the teacher Even if I didn't even pick going down a curriculum path at the beginning of my home educating journey, it is very easy to fall down that rabbit hole of thinking that you have something to say that people will listen to and that children will learn from. But I work on a daily basis to allow myself to model instead of teach what I want um, to live and as a result of that she gets to learn so for example I find it fascinating that I have a massive enthusiasm for certain kinds of sports so I enjoy watching the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics and I enjoy getting into um, certain grand slams of tennis and I follow certain people and athletes who are playing and I like to dive into their lives and where they come from and what they do and how they got into it. It's fascinating for me to learn from other people who are out there living their dreams and doing what they really wanted to do because I felt like for so many years I just had to follow the norm and what was expected of me so through that passion I see that Pippa has gotten herself in massively into the Olympic Games she you know Australian Open will come around every January and she wants to tune in with me and she wants to follow the people and she learns who people are and she asks me questions she's 100% engaged now am I doing that because I'm expecting a result Right for her to learn certain a certain kind of thing about whether it be sports, organized sports, um, the benefits of leadership in sports, or am I trying to teach her to become more active and involve more movement in her life? And the answer is no, no, that is not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to teach her anything. I am modeling my own passions and my own interests. And sometimes when they align, that's when you see that the child will engage with the parent as a home educator inside of that learning process to share with it rather than to use the parent as the ultimately person who knows everything and is there to provide some kind of external instruction and deliver it and package it into a way that the child will consume it and then regurgitate it. As far as curriculums go, this was something that I never had a big interest on from the beginning. We had um, enrolled in a Montessori school because I was very adamant from the start that if I was going to implement any form of education, it would be alternative education. And you can learn more about our journey through the homeschooling Um, to the homeschooling process and where we came from and the twists and turns that we took in order to get to the to the place that we're living in now and um, that is one of the very first episodes where we tell the story of our journey of our homeschooling journey and within that process because I was focused on alternative education from the beginning I knew that um, mainstream curriculum wasn't the only way to to teach or to learn from. And I feel like if many of us home educators took a minute to uh, research and dig into the ways in which the schooling system arose back in the day, almost more than a century ago when there was a need around the industrial revolution era for workers to provide certain kinds of outcomes for the industries that they were um, hired to support, you would understand that the schooling system was based on that scientific approach to management and curriculum was a way in which Many, 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 many children could at the same time move through certain lessons so that the outcome of the schooling system and the structure could maintain some kind of uh, rhythm in organization. And there could be a quantifiable and measurable approach to learning, which, as I've said at the beginning of the episode, happens at the rhythm of the learner itself. When the learner is motivated, the information is consumed, internalized, practiced, experienced viscerally within them, and it remains there. It is not a a set of memorized dates and facts to then repeat on a quiz or an exam in order to pass the test that will take you to the next level. So... Knowing that curriculum was needed for this mass group of children to move at a certain pace, then you can start to ask yourself certain questions around it. I have absolutely no judgment if you currently use a curriculum based approach to your home education. We all make the choices and the decisions that feel right and good for us in the moment. And in fact, There are cases where it is not recommended that you jump from the structure of the system, say if your child has been within the system for a number of years, and you're beginning to home educate, if you were to strip away all that was normal and natural and expected for that child, in those cases, you would just slowly take away certain expectations beginning with the ones that are mostly negatively impacting either you or your child or both. And then continue to grow your curiosity around what needs to stay and what needs to go. Because the needs are completely different. We're now going from benefiting the system and working towards the system of education and its its progression and its structure to benefiting the individual inside the home and the individuals that share the home environment so curriculum becomes quite obsolete however saying it it's much much easier than to do something different because learning from a system and learning from the family system the parents and caregivers who follow that system, who learn from their parents and caregivers who also follow the same system. It's an ingrained, internalized way of operating and behaving that is going to require a level of mental shift and mental reprogramming of beliefs and a clarification of new values that come from the authentic and aligned self and through that progress and through that journey that we take and we can take together, we begin to surrender some of the ideas that are no longer serving us. So if that sounds like that is for you, please feel free to sign up for the upcoming community call where we get to talk and learn and share about what is coming up for you in the journey. Where do you want to go? Where are you at? I'd love to hear from you. and together begin to do the work of releasing and surrendering those mental beliefs and thoughts that are holding you back from creating the life that you desire along with your children if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and send it to that friend that you know really needs to hear this and sign up for the membership community we have an upcoming opportunity for like minds like you and me to support and grow with one another in community, in a space where we can safely reframe the blocks that are keeping us stuck from perhaps expanding into more authenticity, freedom, and joy in our daily home education lifestyle with our children. If that is for you, you can find links to opportunities on how you can work with me on the show notes. And if you really enjoyed this episode, go ahead and review it. It goes a long way to support the podcast. I will see you next week.